Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Welcome to episode 100 of the OEO podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B R A G G L E Y. As always, I'm here with my co host, Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. That's Brandon spelled traditionally. Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. I can't even spell it. I don't even know how to say it right is what he says. So what's up, Brandon? Oh, I am pumped to talk about the fighting Kenny. No, Kenneth Walker isn't there anymore. We're going to talk about the best tailgate. No, no, they're the worst at tailgating too. I don't even know what we're going to talk about here because Michigan State isn't really good at anything so this should be a really fun pod, right, Michael? Should be, should be. Uh, it's something that may stop the fun because, uh, unfortunately, he just has to be here because he has to be around everything as our producer, Seth. If you haven't done that already, you can block him on Twitter. It's at Setah5, S-E-T-A-H-5. What's up, Seth? Oh. Holiday. What? It could be so nice. He's what? the guy who had the pick six that ruined the game last oh, year. Yeah, yeah, the guy that you've oh, obsessed over guy. for some reason. <laughs> Since Jack Tuttle made a mistake. Yes, that ruined the entire game. Yeah. Stop okay. running three-yard hitches, please. Yeah, of course. Um, so I kind of said at the beginning, it is episode 100. I cannot believe that we are still doing this for all six of you. So you're welcome. Um but we've got a special episode today. We are going to preview Michigan State, maybe just a little. Uh, but before we do that, we're joined by a special guest for a monumental episode. The one and only Amanda Pavelka from the Hoosier Ticket Project. Uh, and about a thousand, if there are that many, whatever, any other IU-related media outlet, you can find her at some point. Uh, Amanda, what's up? And uh, tell all what did i say six maybe seven if brandon mom brandon's mom listens to this one um tell us what the hoosier ticket project is all about why you're here hey guys thanks for having me um <laughs> it's truly an honor number 100 you guys uh <laughs> wow um the hoosier ticket project a lot of you might have seen it on social media we're pretty active on twitter um facebook and instagram we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization that um, whose mission is to um, cut out the financial barrier for uh, IU fans to attend games. So how do you help people? If, if people have tickets that they're not going to use for games, how can they get in contact with you to make sure um, that they can get in the hands of the people who, who can benefit most from your program? Yeah. So if, if you have extra tickets and can't make it to a game, um, you can go to HoosierTicketProject.org slash donate. We have our link all over social media. And 
um, you can quickly transfer those tickets. And we have a pool of recipients um, that are ready to match. We transfer the tickets to them whenever we verify that they've never been to a game or are a deserving family. And then um, we send, we post photos on social media. Um, a lot of times we get to meet the recipients and we do our best to send pictures of uh, who you send to a game. Yeah. I, let, let's back this up a few because I'm a, I'm a history yeah. buff, right? So like, this is an amazing idea. Where did it come from? Like, was this like you sitting around at games, at tailgates? <laughs> did like this just come out of nowhere? Like, I, I want to know how this idea got, got started because, I mean, it is genius. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with Martha the Mob Lady on Twitter. Um, of course. She started this. I want to say in 2019, um, maybe maybe a little earlier with matching tickets, there was an NIT game at Assembly Hall and uh, she had matched a few hundred tickets to fans who had never been to games. And so she contacted us and asked us, uh, myself, Josh Bruick and Jason Gurdum and said, hey, I, I don't have time, um, but I, I see... Uh, a big opportunity here and so we uh we took it from there and a year ago yeah. we launched or we, we were working on paperwork and finally launched in uh january so so, so. did you always want to be a humanitarian like this i mean because i've seen the stuff on twitter i mean i'm an emotional guy like sometimes it brings you to tears like so like the first games last games family events like this is this is some truly amazing stuff. Like, did you always want to go the nonprofit humanitarian route or this just kind of, like I said, come about? Well, uh, Martha reached out to me on Twitter. I'm I'm a massive fan. I would say probably 75 percent of my life. It has to do with IU sports, so um, I can turn it down. I mean, honestly, I think the generosity of Hoosier nation. Like I knew that there was no nation like Hoosier nation, but just seeing the amount of tickets and money, we just raised 10,000 over $10,000 in our giving blitz for football season. So it's just. Yeah. Take incredible. that Michigan state. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but see, okay. Um, do you guys, Michael, uh, Seth, do you guys have any other Hoosier ticket? Because I would love to get into Amanda's fandom, right? I mean, 75% <laughs> of her life, she's been a diehard Hoosier. Like, I want to I, I want, I want to know a little bit more about that unless you guys have more questions about the, the ticket project. I just got one more. Uh, so is it just for IU football? Do you do basketball, I assume, as well? Is it anything else for Pacers, Colts, things like that? Or is it uh, just limited to IU? Yeah. So, um, actually it's only IU. Um, we were able to send 325 fans, uh, this past basketball season, um, to women's games as well. And those were really fun with the tournament, um, being at assembly hall. Um, the, the women are so much fun to watch, but yeah, we had fans at every single basketball game. And so, um, we'll be, that won't change. Um, we're just, uh, doing our first football season and hopefully um, eventually all 24 sports. So. Perfect. Speaking of 24 sports, I'm going to put you on the spot with some of these questions. Okay? <laughs> what is your favorite sport? Not to, not to go to, but just like your favorite, like 
Oh man, that's a tough one. Favorite IU sport? Do I have to pick? You can, can pick a no pressure. You can pick a couple. Yeah, you can pick a couple. Yeah, no pressure just because it's an IU football podcast that you're on right now. I mean, I got to say basketball, guys. I'm sorry. Right? It's all right. right. I it's hate to right. let you down. And it's because we knew my it. mom had season tickets to basketball, but not football. So, man, you, you probably haven't listened to many episodes. Um, you know how embarrassing this is? <laughs> I went to IU for five years, and I didn't attend a single football game. And now I've done 100 IU football podcasts. So, you know, IU football grows on you. So that, that's that, okay. That's okay that IU basketball is, is number one. That might be worse than Seth being a Purdue fan. He's, he's a <laughs> it fan always, of, it of always at least comes six other this. teams. <laughs> he's wearing his IU shorts right now, probably. I'm not. I'm wearing Minnesota Timberwolves. No, so, Minnesota King Tut shirt pretty well. Uh, he does like the King Tut shirt. Thank that's you. That's amazing. Shout out, shout out, Seth, who... Yeah, who's who's that that does the the threads? Now you put me on the spot. Damn it, Daz. I think. Right? Yeah, thank you. Yes, exactly. Yes. You guys, so, I feel so bad for not picking football now. No, you're good. It's okay. You're good. It's we okay. like honesty. What would Tom Allen say? Be be truthful, yeah. Yeah, right? True. Like Tom Allen wouldn't want us just fluffing this up. That's not the way Tom works. Brandon isn't basketball season ticket holder too so oh, and he goes kentucky? probably to more basketball yeah for kentucky Kentu- no kentucky is about to have a civil war kentucky. about the basketball oh, that's football true. school thing that's Come on. true i mean calipari and stoops are going at it oh my God. Uh, no more it. no more kentucky talk please. love it i guess <laughs> um so okay so iu basketball is your favorite what's your favorite iu memory like sports memory um i would say meeting bob knight no way tell us that story <laughs> Well, I was hanging out at the Bluebird whenever no. he um, showed up at the Sterks podcast event. I was going to give Sage Steele her drink, and I was just I was trying to find her. I was her bartender for the night, and uh, I I I don't know. I was just wandering around backstage and saw the room, and I saw her. Um, in a room and I, I walked in and Brian Evans goes, go, go on over there. Go sit on uh Santa's lap. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I, uh, it was incredible. He took yeah, my phone. No, no kidding. That is Sage steel, Brian Evans and Bob Knight. And you, in I was going to say the IU name dropping. <laughs> I mean, I'm normally the name dropper of this podcast. We need to have Amanda on because her name drops are way better than mine. <laughs> like yeah. substantially better than like, than mine. Oh, that's funny. No, that that's an, that's an awesome moment. So like, um, did you get a talk or was it just like a shaking a hand thing? Like, yeah, I didn't really know what to say. And I can't yeah. remember what I said. We actually, <laughs> I mean, I don't remember a whole lot after that. I think it was just, okay, I this mean, is a children's just... show, but it, was that because it was just <laughs> surreal or was that because you were at the bluebird? Because I've had a few nights at the bluebird where I don't remember either. <laughs> um, I think I was too busy giving everyone else drinks to actually drink myself. Oh, um, God, I've never had that problem. But. <laughs> but yeah, I would say that one you can't really 
Yep. Beat that one. Yep. No, for sure. You you cannot meet beating Bob Knight or meeting Bob Knight. That is that is amazing. Um cool. Do you guys got any questions? I feel like I'm hogging this interview because no, as you as you should have. That was awesome. Hey Amanda, thank you so much. Is there any uh we're gonna is there anything to wrap up here? Are there any social media that we can get yeah, on thank here? You. Thank yeah, you so absolutely. Much. We are on um, Instagram, Twitter, big on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. If you guys have LinkedIn, so we're all um, follow us kind. at Hoosier Project on Twitter. We post all kinds of pictures on on game days. It's it's just a big rush right before the game of all the pictures of kids and their families who have never been to a game before. Well, it sounds like you're pretty busy on game days, but we always have a, a decently sized uh, tailgate. So if you want to swing by um, again, um, you know, maybe collaborate a little bit on social media, maybe a post here, something there. Um, always welcome. Uh, as to everyone else listening, I know there's been uh, some listeners that stopped by at the LEO uh, tailgate. It's always a good time. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see cool. you guys on September 2nd. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll be there. Go Hoosiers. All right. Well, welcome back. Thank you very much to Amanda for joining us. And I hope you guys took a lot from that interview and um, Dude, just can, what amazing yeah, stuff she's doing. Yeah, I mean, just that truly just with your tickets, of course, just yeah, yeah. awesome, awesome stuff. And the, the coolest thing that I think, and I, I wish I would have leaned to this a little bit more in the interview is she's creating new fans, creating oh, yeah. new buzz. Yeah. You know, I mean, I use seen as kind of this, you know, old guard program. Right. But, uh, you know, the, the new fans um, and new memories that she's making, it's pretty freaking cool. Oh, yeah, for sure. I remember the first IU football game I went to and I was like, I, I don't want to say I was maybe nine, 10 years old. It was against Illinois. Weird. Look at you now. You're now running yeah. in uh, an IU football market. Yeah, it's incredible. So take your 10 year olds to um, IU football games and then they will create these dreams of fame and fortune and a huge fan base and we'll just keep doing it so um okay well, let's get into it let's do a real quick preview of the michigan state let's move right on um it's week 12 it's game 11 iu will be 11 and 0 heading in to the matchup on november 19th don't know what time it's going to be i really don't know this has got this has got is. noon or i was thinking 3 30 no 3 30 btn no. you don't no. think so no. What do you think they're going to have Rutgers Northwestern no, but, on at 3.30? No, this has got Fox Sports. This has got noon Fox Sports. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. It's in East Lansing, Michigan, which I don't mind, um, but it's at a place that Brandon can't stand. Dude, the, the, the it looks like Wrigley Field. There are just chunks of concrete missing. Like, you literally think you're going to catch a stray going into the stadium. They tailgate at of tennis courts okay literal tennis like that's not a joke like that's not like you know how like old miss has the grove you know it's not really a grove like, grow, but yeah, yeah it makes sense yeah, but they're but they literally, literally say, standing on clay tennis court yes like hardened, not, whatever, not whatever clay like it's it. literally the cement just a cement crack cement, cement tennis, courts. tennis courts it is lame the campus sucks um i mean yeah, it's not just the worst experience. The game experience isn't even good when the best chant they can come up with is their colors. Mm-hmm. Like we bash on OHIO. This might be worse. Four letters versus three words. Well, three, it's four total words, three words 
Wait a minute. Which yeah. makes so Seth much knows sense. What I'm trying to say. Seth knows exactly what I'm trying to say. The collective IQ of Michigan and basically Ohio. Yes. But anyway, so, I won't yeah, be there. I'm never going back. You literally couldn't paint. This was an option as an away game option for me to go to. Uh, chose Cincinnati. So guys, whoever's listening, we've already talked about this. We talked about it during that preview. I picked us to win. Just bet on the L and be surprised if we win because I'm going to the game, which never happens in a W. But this was supposed to be one of the options. I said, nah, good. Don't want to go to Michigan in the middle of November. Two, don't want to go to a place that Brandon, fan of Pittsburgh Steelers, and whatever joke of a stadium Three Rivers used to be, complains about Michigan State's home stadium in their tailgating situation. So don't ever want to go there because I can't imagine how bad it is. Did you ever go to Three Rivers? Three Rivers, I did. I did. by the way? I did. It wasn't bad. Did you? did you? It seemed terrible. I went to, what was uh, the Reds' old stadium before? Um, Seth, can you help me? Before the, the one they've got now. Great America, right? It's yeah, like, yeah. That, one's, that one's fine. The one before was just a giant, just a bunch of circles with layers. That's what Three Rivers reminds me of, and it was terrible. So um, either way, let's get into River the game. Front. Irrelevant. Riverfront. Thank you. I've been there. I think they called it something like Xfinity or Comcast or something like right at the end, and they tore it down. Um, okay. Synergy. Synergy. That's it. Uh, last year's matchup, I don't have the score for it. I'm going to be transparent uh, because I stopped on that. So uh, it was. Still can't tell you because I don't have it. I mean, the game turned. It was, it was actually birthday. pretty good. It was at home. It was a great game. I do remember that. It was on my yeah, birthday. This, this 20 to no, 15 I, Michigan State of, won. Of course, every every opposing player I rip ends up having. I think I said like player matchups to watch. I said Hender shot against their linebackers. And of course, their linebackers were just incredible. Um, Seth's opening was almost as bad as my opening, um, <laughs> which is not, almost as bad as me not knowing the score of last year's game. Yes, um, but yeah, I mean the 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 Holloway uh, interception on our side of the field just turned the entire game. Well, and it was such it was dumb because we were it was dying. that side of the end zone that we saw, and yeah. we literally said, "Stop running this play." Like mm-hmm. this, this play is going to screw us. And we kept saying it like, this is a non-successful play. Even if it's successful, it's going to get us seven yards. And yet we're running a hitch route on the short or on the long side of the field. Like that's just a low percentage throw, low success rate. And it got intercepted um, and turned the whole game around. We, this is another one of those games right at that part of the season that put us a two and four. Um. It was it was tough because we shut down what needed to be shut down. The what did he win running back of the year? Do we know this? Yeah. I can't. Uh, Kenneth Walker, twenty three carries, eighty four yards, and it was only because he had like three big ones. Like if you take yeah. away the three big ones, he had like nothing. He had nothing. Didn't score. Didn't do anything crazy. We gave them seven points. The difference in the game is five points. We had huge drives: seventy one yards, seventy yards, seventy five yards. They were all ended in scores, but they two of the three being field goals, a seventy or a twenty-five yard field goal, a um, twenty-four yard field goal, and then a one-yard run-in on by Stephen Carr. Absolute backbreaker of a game. Yeah, bad backbreaker of a two-point conversion fail for sure. And then they get a field goal 
right after that next possession. So um, it was a weird game, one that nobody really remembers, I feel like. Like, I don't I, – I just remember the pick. And, yeah, so either way, real quick, all-time record, IU 17, Michigan State 49 seems – that doesn't seem right. I don't know. doesn't seem right to me. Either way, um, Brandon, can you talk a little bit about their coach? Uh, Mel Tucker got paid. We all thought he might go to LSU. We thought yeah. he might go down to Oklahoma. We thought he, I mean, he was, he was, you know, we even thought he would, he would go out West maybe. Um, but no, he stayed home and got paid by Michigan state. They rolled out the Brinks truck 95.5 million over 10 years, I think, um, or maybe 12 years. I'm, I'm not sure. I think it was 10 years. I think. But it was definitely 95-5, I think. It was it was nuts. For a guy that's had two seasons, he's 13 and 7. And he was terrible in his first season. It was, really it was like bad. four and eight or five and seven. Like they didn't make a bowl. They go eleven and two, but they had the worst defense or the worst passing defense in the mm-hmm. entire Big Ten. And they pretty much just lived on either a bomb to Jalen Naylor, who's playing for the Minnesota Vikings, or 80-yard runs by Kenneth Walker. How is that sustainable? They lose two guys that got most of their touchdowns and literal the Big Ten's worst secondary. Um, and they gave a guy $100 million um, because, you know, Michigan State is trash. <laughs> Probably not because of that. But, yeah, yeah, it's something with that. Doesn't he have Alabama ties? Is he an Alabama guy? Right, which is why I thought he would go to LSU. He has tons of Southern ties. Tons. This is two out of the last three coaches that we've talked about. Is this right? With some sort of tie to an off-season move that just didn't happen for some reason. James Franklin now, and then now Stayed. Mel Tucker. Yeah. So, and you know what? I listen to all the coaches that stayed in the Big Ten. Harbaugh didn't get fired because he had a miraculous season. James Franklin, we all thought was going to scoot. He stayed. And Mel Tucker, do we think early Brando Randos? Do we think any of those three coaches are good? James Franklin, Mel Tucker, or Harbaugh? How about, and then rank. How them. about I re? Yeah, I was going to say. How about I rephrase it? We rank those three. I'm going to go Franklin, Harbaugh, Tucker. I'm just switch. I'm going Harbaugh, Franklin, Tucker because I think Franklin's really bad, but I think Mel Tucker. He, he he's built a strategy that isn't sustainable. Like, we're going to talk about it. Seth they have, like, a million transfers again. The guy, like, literally doesn't recruit. And transfers, I think, I mean, I wouldn't want to rely on that season in and season out. Would you guys? No. no. Can you answer no. the early Brando's Randos? I have the same ranking as you, Brag. I think it's, uh, I don't know. I Harbaugh's, Harbaugh's Harbaugh. I think he's a little overrated. I don't, I, I think they're all overrated. I but yeah, I'd, I'd go with, it's tough, man. It's splitting hairs. Franklin hasn't done enough, though. Maybe I would go Harbaugh number one. I'm talking myself into it. Damn it. <laughs> not supposed to do that real time. What Sorry. If we throw Brandon Frost yeah, in there, we have to rank the top no, four. He's Where fourth. He, fourth. Did... There's no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I just want to see maybe Scott Frost could sneak in above Mel Tucker. I don't know. We haven't seen enough Mel Tucker, I don't think. Um, so hopefully it's 2020 Mel Tucker, not 2021, which is what we hope for our own Hoosiers. So, 
Um, speaking of them, let's talk about Michigan State's schedule up to us. First off, Vegas is high, and they think actually just kidding. They have a very uh, reasonable schedule. Vegas has them at seven and a half. I went through the schedule, eight and four. That's what I think. Um, they've got Western Michigan, Akron, when, when at Washington, Penix has beaten them. You think so? Washington's gonna be bad, dude. DeBauer, dude. That's true. And Penix, they're going undefeated. They're going to win Pac-12. They lose. They lose against Minnesota. Okay. Oh, sorry. Minnesota at home. So, so that's I have them at two and two. Oh, I've got them at eight and four at the end. That means you've got to lose to us. All right. At Maryland. Vegas. At Maryland. I have them beating Maryland. Beating Maryland. Losing Ohio no State, issue. Nobody wins. Michigan or uh, Wisconsin at home. Loss. Oh, I've got a W. I think. At Michigan. Loss. Well, Mel that's Tucker is like undefeated. That's a win, I think. At oh. Illinois, win. Rutgers, win. And then they've got IU. Yeah. I've got them eight and four in the season. Seven. You guys figured out. So there you go. Look, you've got seven. I've got eight. What's in the middle? Seven and a half. Seth. That's what he would have said. So, um, fuck in the middle with Seth. I know that song. Um, I can't sing it though. Um, tell me about some of their key players, Brandon. Their quarterback. You like their quarterback, don't you? Yeah, I mean Peyton Thorne. Um, I think I think anyone on this podcast and probably anyone listening um, could probably throw as far as Peyton Thorne. He's relied on guys like Cody White and Jalen Naylor, and guess what? He's going to get to do it again because he probably has a top five wide receiver in Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed will be playing NFL. Um, uh, he'll definitely be playing on Sundays. Um, he hit over the thousand yard last week at 17 yards per uh, catch. Um, and they also have Trey Mosley um, and an Illinois transfer, Daniel Barker. So, um, man, I mean, you just keep lining up amazing wide receivers. Um, you know, again, just bring anyone in um, to, to throw to those guys because they're they're really, really good. Uh, and they match that, honestly, with guys just as good um in the backfield do you guys remember um hold on going back to my notes jalen berger from wisconsin four star burger yeah they bring him in i liked him um this is a name you probably don't know i had to do some research but they have an all pack 12 running back jarek broussard um was an absolute monster in 2020 uh and their offensive line is just always good um, so again, I think Peyton Thorne is again, their weak spot, but when you have two or three stud running backs and you have three bona fide stud wide receivers, this team is going to put up a lot of points. Um, which again, remember that comment, this team is going to put up a lot of points. Um, but the defense is going to be just bad. Um, they lost some pieces. They got some pieces. <laughs> uh, but honestly, um, they, they brought in nothing um to uh they, they got a guy from georgia amir speed um which is an awesome name for a corner um yeah. but but other than that i mean they're gonna have you know a tight end that probably kill or a linebacker um because he's back cal holiday unfortunately is back um so they're they're probably gonna have some d-line guy named puzzlozny that i i'm not seeing no petrowski never mind Petrous- there's, there's some sort of a ski yeah yeah, yeah. jeff petrowski um, and they have a, a Florida transfer, Chris Bogle. Uh, but again, 
They lo- they lose Penanzic. They lose Beasley. This defense is going to be bad. They're going to have to score a lot of points. When you're relying on transfers and outscoring teams, this isn't the Big Twelve. I think I think Michigan State struggles this year. Okay, okay, it's a lot of information, a lot. Um, and you had to pick up the slack today. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, um, Seth. Do you have anything else to add on Michigan State? Their key players? No, Brandon. You kind of like murdered the entire outline in one giant uh, rant, and I appreciate it. Word don't, vomit. Don't take that as a complaint. It's absolute word vomit. Yeah. Do you want to know what I would do? What, do you want to know what would cause me to vomit? Is what I mean to say because I'm so worked up about this. That would be running as much as the guys run at Monon Track Club, Brandon. They run so much and they're the best runners. And you know what they're doing? They're trying to build the brand of running for the state of Indiana, the Hoosier state. And they craft products. They tell stories to each other when they run, I'm assuming, because it's all they do. And they create experiences that aim to celebrate support and add to the culture of running in Indiana. You guys need to check out the show notes for the link. Check out the Twitter for the link, whatever you want to do. They're offering 10% off your order. I, I told you guys, I don't think it was very clear last week, so I don't think I need to do this again. I need you guys to buy a shirt. Just buy a shirt, whatever you want to do. Shirt, penny, if you guys are runners, you guys want some like short shorts, I think they have those too. You guys get 10% off your order with LEO10. Tweet us a picture. We'll give you a high five at a tailgate, maybe a beer. We'll see, maybe more, who knows? So just do that for us. Okay. Check it out. Show notes, Twitter on to Brando's randos. Brandon, what do you got? All right. So um, this is Peyton Thorne's third year. He came in after Rocky Lombardi decided he knew he no longer knew how to play football. Um, Where does Peyton Thorne rank in hateable? Because I just, I don't know why I hate the guy. I absolutely, he literally has the body of Xander Diamant. I don't, I don't, no, I hate him. I don't hate him. I guess I don't hate him. Um, he doesn't do that to me. <laughs> Aiden O'Connell, like maybe. Um, well, what's wrong with Aiden O'Connell? I he mean, was a, Aiden O'Connell is a cool story. He was a team. walk-on. He came in and became hey, good. Like, Aiden O'Connell is a good story. We should hate. I don't know. I mean, uh, somebody, a quarterback, I, I don't know a quarterback that I've like hated, I don't think. I mean, I would have hated Xander Diamond if I was playing against him probably. Or like, you know what? I'll just go out and I'll just, Taylor Morgan bothers me. He shouldn't Tanner be around. Morgan. It's because he looks Morgan. like Brian Cardinal. That's why you don't like him. He, he looks, looks like Brian. He Cardinal. looks like Brian Cardinal's older, like much older uncle is what he looks like. I mean, the guy's been around since 1997. And he somehow he's, he's honestly is like 30 somehow. College like, football. I don't, I don't get it. You know, how to, get a, you know how to get a Bella Thorne question in. I had I get to. It. Oh, there it Do you like, Peyton would Thorne. you rate Peyton Thorne or uh, Clifford? Which one do you like more Ooh, or dislike Clifford. more? Clifford's Ooh. a better quarterback. Yeah, Clifford's okay. a better quarterback. Yeah. But who do I you mean, dislike that... more? <laughs> I dislike the big red dog more. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still the better quarterback. Yeah, of course. All right. So I, I've touched already about how uh, Mel Tucker is creating transfer you. How long do you think this stays? Because he's killed it. 
I mean, honestly, like this is three off seasons in a row that he's done really good job in transfers. I don't see it as being sustainable. Like it may, maybe it is in, you know, every once in a while, maybe he even hits more than he doesn't. But to me in, in a, in a conference like the big 10, that's just not a way to, to build a program, which is why I thought he was going to jump ship. Yeah, it's, it, it is weird. Uh, maybe Seth can add a little bit more since he's a, a big recruiting guy, but go ahead. I mean, it's, it's free agency. I mean, he's used to that in the pro game. I don't think it's, I don't know. I, I have no idea if that's a long-term thing, but I think, I don't think he's going to be coaching more than what five, 10 years tops. So, I mean, you only have to keep it together that long. He doesn't have to worry about what happens after that. Gotcha. It's true. I, I, I disagree. I think, I think he's running an unsustainable program and we're going to leapfrog Michigan state in the long run. Um, I'm pretty but, sure I'm, I'm on record saying that they are cheating. I think at some point I've said that, that they're allegedly, allegedly, allegedly some sort of alleged, alleged allegations. <laughs> so we, you know, we, we love Bloomington. Bloomington is a, a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal college, college town. How bad is East Lansing? Like what towns are worse than, than East Lansing? Bowling Green, Ohio. <laughs> No, in is, the Big Ten. Okay. Like if you have a directional like in front of your in front of your city, it's just terrible. Like West Lafayette, smelly, awful farm town. Right? East Lansing is a dirty, smelly industrial town. Um, I got no, I want no part of it. Um other than West Lafayette, what's worse Piscataway. than Piscataway? Ooh, yeah, Piscataway just probably smells like depression right. and regret and um Manville. yeah from new jersey <laughs> or from uh, new york is piscataway the worst i mean uh, all I purdue so. all purdue jokes aside it's got to be the worst it has to be right it has to be like seth, Ann Arbor, are you, are seth are you gonna say anything your mouth is open like you're you're moving towards the mic are you gonna say anything or i'm just because i have family who lives in this town i'm regretting i'm gonna regret saying this but Champagne is boring. There's it's nothing it. to do there. It does have a little bit of like a concrete jungle kind of like feel to it. Um, eh. Yeah. Eh. He doesn't. Eh. Eh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's the is one that... I go to the most too. Aside like, from like as much as we can rip on Nebraska, like Lincoln probably is probably pretty fun. You know, like Lincoln, I bet it's like a Madison. Happy Valley, Madison. Madison's dope. I can't imagine. Is it Happy Valley? I didn't even think about that. Is that even like a? I know there's like an ice cream shop that's famous, but like, eh. regardless of whatever the town's called, like it's probably an awesome college town. Um, Maybe, maybe you know, Columbus is a fun city. Minneapolis is a fun city. Evansville is a little yuppie, you know, but it's got it's got pockets. East Lansing, Evanston. Evanston, what I call it? Evansville, Evansville, whatever. No popping. Um, East Lansing, third worst college town in the Big Ten. Okay. All right. That, that, that's a poll. You know what, Seth? We haven't done a poll in a while. Do Piscataway, Champaign, oh. East Lansing, West, West Lafayette, Lafayette <laughs> as the worst <laughs> college town in the Big Ten. Happy to. Okay. <laughs> 
that's not good. That's going to be skewed, I think. Um, all right. Do you have another one? Yeah, I got I got one more right. Brando's Randos. We obviously we, we have the, the brass spittoon, the brass spittoon. Where Dude, two straight you, trophy games for us. Do you That's feel awesome. like Michigan State's a rivalry? Yes. Really? Because yeah. I don't. Because they're winnable to me. I feel like yes, I've seen us win. <laughs> yes. Four, we, we've told the story so. about Chelsea being asleep in the front of the car parked during tailgate and us popping champagne. That was a phenomenal story. Thinking by the way, if you have halftime. Yeah, um, that was great. Uh, you're right there. It's winnable. And it's winnable this year. For yeah. sure. Yep, yep, yep. Um, cool. Well, Seth, you got anything? No, I just want to thank Amanda again for joining us. Check out Who's Your Ticket We're Project. doing predictions. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we got predictions. We're yeah, not I got that up. next. I know. I'm just doing, I'm using my time to just say it. Oh, that's oh, it. oh yeah, Seth. That's it. Come on. That's my sack. It's empty now. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Cut that. <laughs> you gotta cut. <laughs> cut it. I'm not cutting it. I'm not cutting any of it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Prediction um, time. I'm going to for- go first. I'm just going to forget. It's fine. Here I listen to a lot of like podcasts that have done thousands of episodes and they do crap like what we just did and they keep it all in and I'm still talking. So, all right. Um, Seth, what is your prediction for the way too early? Whatever you want to call it. Go ahead. I have Michigan state coming in at seven and three. Mm-hmm. IU coming in at four and six. Mm-hmm. And I have a stunner in East Lansing. IU 19, Michigan state 16. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I should have saved you for last. Seth, I'm so proud of you. That's a really bad prediction. That's sleep ball. So proud of you. I love it. Michigan State scores points and gives up points. Do nah. so you think there's going to be a combined 35 points? Well, that's what we thought last year. I'm I'm why 15, Vegas has bro. the big buildings and the fountains. That's true. That's true. <sighs> big dumb dumb. Brandon, I'm gonna go, go, I'm go gonna ahead. go first. I'm gonna go, go first because I'm gonna going to risk. That we are going to end this on a high note with you. So I'm going to take IU 28, Michigan State 34 in a heartbreaker. A typical that's happened in the last five years, probably. Typical IU, Michigan State in East Lansing. Somehow they pull off some fourth and 13 to score something. And yeah, it's just how it always works. That's what I've got. What was your score one more time? IU 28, Michigan State 34. And that is a very late touchdown. So that's 62 total points. I still don't think that's enough, guys. You got to remember, we got a D defense, dog. D secondary. Yeah. Did, did you did you not listen to the offensive preview I, I gave did. to them? I did. Not worried about it. I am. Um, but the good thing is our bad offense can score on this bad defense. I, I really do believe it. I unknown think this, offense. Thank you. I very think much. this is going to be a very easy over. I think Vegas probably puts us at 64, 65. I think this gets to 70 plus, 70 plus. But unfortunately, I think this ends in heartbreak too. 37, oh. 35, 37, oh, no. 35. Is it a miss Chucky at the end? No, they're going to kick one in. 
Oh. Remember last year when I ripped their kicker and their, yeah, kicker, their kicker made everything? Yes, their kicker the, was the so kicker good. was just banging in 50 yards. 50 fields. bangers, dude. Yeah, yeah. I oh remember. my god, we lose by a kicker. Oh, We're gonna lose by a no. kicker. 37-35 in and that means I have us dropping six straight. I'm gonna be five and six going into the going into the party. Well, we know how that ends. So um, and that means you don't need to check it out, but you should because that's episode 101 all the fun's over we have another 99 episodes to go until downhill from here boys exactly they should go quick though preview post games all that good stuff but uh before we do that guys be sure to check out the pod on twitter it's at podcast leo be sure to download follow rate review on all of our platforms and we will talk to you next week when we do our last season preview before the real S-H-I-T starts. Love you guys. Elio. Elio. 100, guys. Elio. He said it. It's fine. He said it. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.